We're stripping stepmomming. <laughs> we're the strip. We're stepmomming step stripping. Stepmom stripping. <laughs> That'll get us some follows. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Naked Truth Teller podcast, where we share the naked truth of it all as we see it. I'm Chelsea, the daughter. And I'm Tara, the mom. We hope you've brought an open mind and your sense of humor. Get ready to feel seen, challenged, and if you're searching for truth, our hope is that you find yours while listening to us share ours, or at the very least, be entertained. We are so happy you're here and hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Naked Truth Tellers. I'm Chelsea, the daughter. I'm Tara, the mom. And today we are going to be stripping down our truth on stepmomming. And we have a special guest with us, our good friend, Tiffany. Welcome to the podcast, Tiffany. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so happy you are here. We met about 13 years ago. We worked together at a hotel and resort. Um... It was not an instant love affair. (laughs) It was not. A lot of people are surprised about that. I know. But that's because we are so close now. She eventually, it didn't take her long to fall in love with me, but it it wasn't an instant thing. (laughs) But Tiffany is, you are someone who is hilarious, number one. Yeah. So strong. And you are a very unique human being I would say and just unapologetically yourself at all times like you're just a truly good and kind human and I'm grateful to have you in my life thanks thank you we love Tiffany we do so much when they were working together at the last place when we were all working together yeah I stole her from the first place that we met the second place that I went to and they were kind of known as the twins yes yep always mistaken for each other (laughs) (laughs) And I have a um, special nickname for her, but I feel like it could be somewhat inappropriate or triggering for others, so I won't share it. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> if it slips out, then you'll share it. Yeah. I know. I'm worried that it might it slip might. out, so it's that's okay. kind of like my warning if it does. I just, <laughs> I'm not going to stop calling you that name. I'm um, not offended, and that's all that matters. That's yeah. true. That's <laughs> right. That. Um, so let's just go ahead and... Get started. Get started, shall we? Let's do. Okay. So, Tiffany, you um, and I were both new to motherhood when we first started dating our husbands. Yes. Yes. So, how old were you when you met your husband, Craig? And then, how old were you when you guys got married? Yeah. So, you're lucky I'm going to release my age to you. <laughs> um, I don't want to age myself, but... And when me and Craig, um, we were started dating when I was 27. Okay. So um, I think that was around 2017-ish. Um, and then we got married in September of 21. Yeah. So we're almost married for a year and a half now. Okay. Awesome. Congrats to you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Old I married love Craig. Couple. Yeah. Old, old married couple. <laughs> I'm already sick of him. <laughs> <laughs> and we know that's yeah. not true. <laughs> it isn't true. And you don't have any biological children, correct, Tiffany? I do not. No. Yeah. And Craig has one son? Yes, one son. 
And how old was his son when you and Craig first started dating? Yeah, he was eight years old. So Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty young still, I feel so. Yeah. When did you meet him? I would say it was about a month or so, you know, definitely at least a month, but it could have been a little longer than that. Month of dating and then you guys met. Yeah. Yep. And so I will share that Nathan and I, we started dating when I was 33. We got married when I was 35. I do not have any biological children. Nathan has one daughter who is now um, 17 and I met her about a a month after we had started dating as well. So she would have been 13 at the time and we met sooner than I was like, than I would have preferred. And I remember Nathan wanted us to meet even sooner than that. Right. Um, but yeah, it was about a month into us dating that we met. So like what, I guess, what do you think is the best time to be introduced to your significant other's child or children? What's your opinion on that? Yeah. So, I mean, I think a month was pretty good in my situation. I think it definitely depends on, you know, what both parties, you know, the mom and the dad, like how they feel, you know, you don't want to really cross any boundaries in that sense. Um, Mm -hmm. But also how the child feels too. Like how are they, at accepting these situations, how old are they? There's a lot of factors, I think, that go into that decision. Mm-hmm. I agree, like, that it totally depends on the nature of the relationship, of your relationship with your significant other, with the child's parent. And I think each person's maturity level mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> has to be considered. Yep. Yeah. And then you notice what is everyone's intentions? Like, are you looking for a committed relationship? Are right. you just having a good time? Yep. You know, what is your intention for this relationship with this person? And yeah, I think it's okay to introduce after deciding that you are serious about each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I even try to put myself like roles reversed, you know, like I wouldn't want to introduce too soon. You know, I want to make sure I want to be committed in that relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm not introducing multiple people and confusing, you know, because it's already a confusing process and a lot to, you know, to digest, I should say. So, mm-hmm. you know, just if you're having to do that multiple times, different people, mm-hmm. it gets really confusing. Absolutely. Tara, mom, do you have anything to share? I only think about um, Anthony when he started uh, dating Maria and I just saw how they took it extremely slow like Anthony would have dates with Maria and have Italia with us, or he dated her on the weekends that Italia was with her um, mom. Uh, so it took a while before they actually met. And then when they did meet, it would be for like short amounts of time. It'd be, yeah. you know, Anthony was taking Maria out and doing something. And so they'd stop over and say hello, hang out with Italia for a little bit and then take off. So it was just like short little time. So it took a while before it was actually a thing that, yeah, this is somebody important in my life. And so it's one thing to introduce your child to your new partner, but it's another thing to actually start spending some real quality time with them. I mean, I think it'd be difficult to place a hard time frame on when is the best, when is the best time to start spending real quality time with your boyfriend or girlfriend's child? Mm -hmm. Um, 
it, it's hard, right? Would you agree? I, I, I definitely yeah. agree on that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a something that where every situation is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, is there anything that you would do differently, Tiff, looking back in your situation as far as like the meeting and then spending real time with Craig's son? I feel the only thing that I would probably really change is, you know, when we did establish when it was good for all parties for us to start spending quality time, maybe doing that more often just to kind of strengthen the bond maybe a little bit more sooner. Because mm-hmm. I feel like now, you know, as he's getting older, it's a lot easier. We understand each other easier um, just yeah. because he's maturing, you know, too as well mentally and all that good stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of my outlook on it, I suppose. But yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I started spending quality time with Nathan's daughter. Looking back, I think it was far too soon. I mean, Nathan and I were very certain about each other early on and became serious really quickly. However, we did break up several months into our relationship, and that breakup was hard on all three of us, but it was most painful for his daughter, I feel, because that was unfair to do that to yeah. her because we had developed that emotional connection. And yeah. so... <clears throat> it was very hard on her. It was hard on her. And so that was just a really painful mistake, um, in my opinion, that <laughs> could have and should have been avoided because yeah. we unnecessarily, I feel like, hurt this child. Yeah, right. Um So if I could go back, I don't think that we met too soon, but as far as spending that quality time with her and even some one-on-one time with her without her dad present as early as we did, I wouldn't have done that as soon as I agreed to. So, but, um, okay. This next question, (laughs) what should my stepchild call me? You know, I have him call me my name. Um, I've always been that way. Even I actually personally came from a split home. So I personally put myself in that position too, you know, so whatever it was comfortable with him is how I kind of wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to kind of explain the situation, um, I know that at one time we did like a blended family trip. We went to a baseball tournament out of town. Um, it was in Nebraska. So we decided that we were going to go to the zoo. Mm-hmm. And so all of us as a blended family, we went to the zoo. And I remember being in the aquarium and he runs up to me and he says, where's Ben and Kyra? And I kind of like just sat there for a second. I'm like, Ben and Kyra. I was like, why'd you call her Kyra? Because I don't want to confuse you guys. Who's Kyra? Kyra is his mom, his biological mom. Oh, okay. So um, he didn't want to make me feel a certain way because, you know, he wanted to include me in that way. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so even that situation, you know, I just assured him that she is your mom. That's cool. That's cool. I'm not trying to take her position. You know, I am just here as a role model for advice. I mean, and I kind of explained, you know, there's unfortunately people out there, you know, or kids out there that don't have parents, you know, and you get four parents. Yeah. You know, so that's just really lucky to have a lot of support. It is. Mm -hmm. For me, I would never, just like you, ask a child to call me mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's... (laughs) It's what tough. it's whatever yeah. they're most whatever they're most comfortable with as long as it's not like a swear word or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think too probably depends a little bit on the age of the child yes. when you get involved. Like if it's I mean, uh, Italia was two when Maria mm-hmm. kind of started entering her life, so um, I think 
it naturally happened. Even Maria was surprised when she just all of a sudden started calling her mom, like kind of shocked her. Um, So yeah, I think that depends, but yeah, not to put that pressure on them, let them kind of lead the way on that for sure. Yeah. And not feel uncomfortable if they never call you mom. Right. It's how they treat you and the respect they have for you. That's right. That's what matters. Are you a mom figure, Tiffany, or a friend, or neither? Are you just dad's wife? (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely started as dad's girlfriend. Uh, You know, he didn't like to explain when he was younger the dynamics, really, of his mom and dad's relationship. You know, it was just a lot more work to have to explain, oh, yeah, that's my stepmom, that's my stepdad. You know, so um, definitely was dad's girlfriend, but over the last five years, I've definitely become a mom figure. Um, So like, you know, right now we're approaching our teen years, so I'm helping him learn how to cook. You know, we're even starting driving. Oh gosh. You know, we're talking about, you know, a lot of stuff, how we handle situations, you know, so we're, we're kind of in that area. So I'm excited for the development into becoming a mom figure. I'm definitely not a friend. No. Um, I think the friendship comes later in life when we're grown and we've done all the teaching. Yeah. So. I would argue that you are a mom figure, a mom yeah. role model already. I would argue that, but I mean, yeah, I definitely think you could say that for sure. But yeah, there's different definitions, I suppose. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I would say for me, I feel like I am just more of a female role model in my case and an adult that she can trust and knows supports her and her happiness and her success and her. I don't know, well-being overall and that she can always come to about anything, anytime. At least that's my hope (laughs) that she fully knows and believes that. I think I was able to establish that understanding really early on. And I think that she knows that remains true today. I, I believe that she has like a level of respect, Yeah, you know, there with me, for me and to me, those were the things that were most important in establishing a relationship with my husband's daughter. Right. Um, you're really good at that, though, I think. Like, you're obviously a role model to me, you know? So, Aww. well, you and Tara both, you know? So, there's Aww. a lot of things that I've learned from both of you. And so, I think that she would know that's true as well. I hope so. I really hope so. Um, what are some things to be mindful of, do you think, as you're entering this new dynamic well definitely you know testing the boundaries <laughs> right you have to be ready for that and again just going back into you know being that child that was in that position like I always put myself back in that position you mm-hmm. know um so just knowing that you know he is going to push my buttons he's going to see what he can do you know they will test you That's what a kid does right. you know it's right. expected so they're going to say like the worst meanest absolutely, things absolutely yes so <laughs> potentially yes yes and you're right like this is huge change i mean they're they're grieving it's so much newness in their young lives their parents aren't together you're new yes. you know they're living in two different 
homes with two different like yep. dynamics and maybe styles of parenting and just living, yes. you know? Yeah. It's yep. a lot. Um, but you're right. We have to remember that this is a kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's super hard because we're human and our feelings can get hurt. Um, but as long as we're mindful that it's really not about us. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I just remember, remember taking um, letting Nathan take the lead, doing my, my best to let him take the lead and to just be really kind and patient and try to yes. be really open-minded with everything. And with me doing all of that and trying to be mindful of all of that, I got my feelings hurt. Yeah. You know, it's, it just happens a lot, especially early on. It's easy in this situation. You yeah. Know, like, you have to give each other grace in all parties. The child... Even, you know, Craig, like I always tell him, like there's no book on parenting, right? Well, there's no book on step parenting, (laughs) especially when you haven't been in that role before, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's in a lot of adjustment for me, you know? Like I have to realize, oh yeah, like you mentioned, he's a child. He's not my age, you know? So especially with Mm -hmm. him getting older, you know, it's it's hard, you know, sometimes to draw that line. But of course it's something I'm still learning, so. Well, and it's hard for regular parents, both parents, you know, let alone add a step parent. So it, raising kids is not easy, no matter how many books are written, because mm-hmm. they're all different and situations are all different. Yeah. So step parenting definitely just adds a, another level of frustration and crazy. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. You learn as you go. You definitely yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you do if your stepchild or children are disrespectful to you or they're disrespectful of your home or your rules, your animals? How have you run into that? Or, and if you have, how have you handled that? Yes. Um, there are times where, you know, even Craig and I might not agree on parenting styles, you know. Mm-hmm. But what I like about our relationship is we definitely listen to each other. You know, I always offer, you know, my advice on things and situations, um, you know, and it's kind of what he wants to do with that. But when it comes to, like, confrontations and things like that, learning from you guys accountability oh yeah so hard I am huge into that though I wouldn't want to hear about something someone did from another person so if I can you know help that situation myself I'd rather do that um but you know if I can't do that of course I'm going to reach out to Craig and say can you please help me with this you know because I'm I don't want to raise my voice I don't want to do anything like that you know I want him to know that it's for his benefit. It's not to be mean, mm-hmm. you know? So, right. and we just have to learn those boundaries together. Right. It's all about boundaries mm-hmm. and accountability and agreed upon like rules for your home or just yep. agreed upon expectations and with your spouse, like you yes. two have to be on, you really do have to be on the same page. Yeah. And so that's going to mean you're going to have some uncomfortable like conversations yes possibly yep but you have to have them you do you really do it's really really important I think that's key is remembering that you and your spouse are a team like you two have to make each other a priority always first and foremost and hear each other out yes um are you the priority to your spouse or does your spouse place their child before you 
I think Craig does an amazing job with splitting his time. Um, our situation is it's split, honestly. So, you know, to explain that, Riley's with us for a week, and then we switch off with his mom for a week. So okay. we're getting a lot of that quality time, you know, within that week. And then even when Riley's there, you know, he makes sure that he splits his time. He's doing something with Riley. He's doing something with me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now we're, like, more incorporating family you know, events and things like that. Like we recently all just went bowling together and it was just a really fun experience. Yeah. That's so great. How do you feel like, do you feel like it should be that your significant other places you first, or do you think that they should be placing their child? Like, you know, I honestly, I would say back in the day, I always would think, you know, your child comes first. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, like that's just the normal thing you kind of think. But as I've gotten older, Like, I do understand the aspect that you have to continue to, you know, nourish your bond and everything with your significant other because that child's not always going to be there. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to be sitting there staring at each other and wondering, who is this person? Yeah. (laughs) You know, you want to make sure that you're ready to have fun and experience life and Mm -hmm. just still continue the love, you know, even when the child is gone and out on their own. Right. I think it's good for the kids to see, too, that... I think it shows them a lot when they see that the dynamic between you two. Number one, that you're that you're together. You mm-hmm. think you think you come together no matter what you're both may think differently, you will come together and then you'll back each other. So it's a mm-hmm. huge thing. And then for them to know that you put each other first, it definitely shows them what respect and love is. So I think yeah. it's a good model. Absolutely. Setting that good example. I think it's also really important to reconnect with your partner when you can um, and to keep it real about like, again, just money and expectations, rules and guidelines, kind of just repeating myself here, just, but making sure that you're on the same page. Um, And I, I agree that it's important to put your spouse, to put each other first over your own children, over your stepchildren, over every person besides God. Um, I think that step children or not even step biological children can easily put a wedge in your marriage and totally just destroy that relationship. If you allow them, if you allow it to. And, you know, I know I have Nathan and I have certainly had some challenging times. So the fact that we always did put our marriage first and each other first and continue to, work on that is a huge part of why we survived the difficult times we have when it comes to parenting. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So what do you do if you genuinely don't like your stepkid? No way. No way. (laughs) Not possible. Not possible. I said that would be pretty tough. (laughs) You know, I would obviously try to do everything I could, you know, if I was really serious about pursuing that person, you know, Mm -hmm. would that be therapy to see about blending, you know, like all that good stuff, you know, but, um, that is an extension of your significant other, you know, they Mm -hmm. can't just, you know, dump the kid. So, you know, I mean, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I feel. Yeah. Like if you're still in dating in the dating phase and you're like, I genuinely despise this child, which I don't know how you like despise a child, but if it's just, if you don't think you can make it work, don't 
get married. Please don't. Yeah. yeah don't definitely. do it. Slow things way down. At least slow things way down. Well, yeah. And then I can like switch the perspective again though. You know, like, so I remember me being a child, yeah. I made it really hard on some of my mom's boyfriends. <laughs> I won't lie. Like, yeah. You know, and it's just, it is. Kids can be very overprotective of their parents, you know, especially if they've been through a lot of situations, you know, that you're like, that doesn't seem good, you know, so you want to protect them. Yeah. So I also, again, put myself in the position of, okay, like, I understand what you're going through, you know, and so maybe Mm -hmm. just assuring like, hey, I'm, I'm not like the others that you're afraid of, you know, so getting on their level and having Mm -hmm. an honest conversation with kids on their level. Yep. You know, depending on what the issue is, depending on what you think their concerns are, talking to them. Yes. Yeah. And remembering, again, this is a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you avoid drama with the child's biological mother or father, the person that's not your spouse, (laughs) um, but the other parents? How do you avoid drama and stay out of the middle? You know, honestly... I can't say that we had much drama, to be honest. That's um, a blessing. It absolutely is. You know, you whenever you're going into dating someone with children, you know, you always think of everyone and their horror stories about, you know, co-parenting. So I got pretty lucky in that aspect because I think we do blend pretty well. Yeah, it yeah. seems like you really do. Yeah, you know, I, I, I do. I feel so blessed, to yeah. be honest. You know, um, we do a lot of things together. I mentioned the zoo trip. You know, we go to a lot of sporting events together. Yeah. Um, we were at Kyra and Ben's wedding. So we I got love, to see them. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And we're really flexible, you know. So, like, if we need to switch weekends or whatever it may be, like, there's no issues. Yeah. So, so great. Yeah. I'm. You (laughs) all on both sides have created a really healthy situation, relationship you guys have. I mean, they even invited us to, you know, they have family events and things like that, even for Ben's side of the family. And they invite us to that too. You know what I mean? And we did. We went and we hung out. We sat by a fire. Like you like like each other. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's nice. Yeah. We even hugged each other. We're like, oh my gosh, we're so lucky. (laughs) Like, you know, so I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, that is a blessing huge for you guys and the kids yeah. the whole family it yeah. is with me in my situation i decided early on that there would be no communicating with between me and my husband's um daughter's mom unless we were like all together like at a a swap like if we were picking her up because yeah. it was our weekend of course i'm going to like say hello and you know be friendly and kind but there was no, for for me, it was, there was no befriending. Yeah. Um, would I be civil? Would I be respectful and kind? Of course. Always. Always. But that was where it needed to end, I felt mm-hmm. like, for me and um, our situation, for it to continue to be healthy. Um, so... You know, we are, we are not we are not friends, and Nathan does all the communicating as he should as the father, um, in regards to their child, and we we don't get together for any like outings or family events, just absolutely never. But that's been you know I I've, I've needed to set some really um, healthy and safe boundaries for myself. Yeah. I thought it was the best thing for me, for our marriage, and for his daughter, for me to handle things that way yeah, in our situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah okay. I think that's absolutely fair. Yep. Yeah. So I believe in, if there is um, a decree involved that you should 
have some familiarity with that. Mm-hmm. Um, just to know like what is allowed and what isn't, what is um, visitation look like, vacations, child support, to just be in the know, to have a fairly good understanding um, and to accept what it yeah, is. respect that degree. Respect it, yes. And you definitely want to find that stuff out early. Yeah, that know? would be a really good... You don't want to learn that later. So mm-hmm. Especially if you feel like holidays yeah. are your holiday. Right. If you feel really um, or even the protective child of that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got to pay money, extra finances. Like, that's yes. good to know going into that situation. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, never talk poorly about either of the child's parents around the child. Agreed? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything more to elaborate on that. That's no. just an obvious. That's just, yeah. Well, and I can say, coming no. from a split home, like, That's my parents thing. did that, yeah. you know, and Man. it didn't do anything for me, you know. It hurts the kids. It does. No doubt. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Have you ever felt angry or jealous or, and I'm talking in terms of the three of you. Um, like, or like an outsider, have you ever felt like an outsider or any kind of resentment? I would be lying if I say I didn't. So, you know, I've definitely, um, especially if like Riley and I get in a disagreement, you know, I would definitely say there's been situations I felt it's like two against one, you know? Yeah. And I can't say that I blame it all the time either. Cause I feel if the roles were reversed, I'd be very protective of my child as well. Yeah, sure. you know, yeah, so it's not anything that, and sometimes it's just me and my feelings, you know, mm-hmm. like I am a sensitive person. I yeah. don't always show it, but there are times that, you know, I can get pretty sensitive about those things, you know, especially if I didn't handle it the right way, you know, I might get a little bit more in my head about that because yeah. I, I am hard on myself. I'm a really hard on myself when it comes to, you know, this role too, because I want to be someone that can definitely be trusted in his sense too. Yeah. I've definitely experienced feeling like an outsider or like sometimes like a scapegoat. Yeah. And just, <laughs> and the reason I think feel like I should share the reason that I'm asking these questions and we're talking about this is because if there's someone listening who is a step parent or a new step parent and you're feeling these things, we just want you to know that it's totally normal. Yeah. You're not alone. Right. It is normal. <laughs> we're not know? here to like talk badly about, you know, um, our significant others, certainly not our stepchildren who we love. We just want to share what our experience has been so that others can know, like you said, it's, you're not alone. Um, so yeah, I definitely have felt like a scapegoat. Like I felt like sometimes they would bond over making fun of me. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And in a way, in a way I was like, this is so great. They're getting along and they're bonding Yes, it's at my expense, (laughs) but like, that's good. I like to see them having a good time together, but sometimes it definitely would go too far in my opinion. And especially when you feel like you're just, you're like working so hard to make your time together fun and you're like doing all this planning Mm -hmm. because we don't have a ton of time with her. And so when we would, it was like. You just put so much effort into it being the best time. Yeah, and then, it in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> <laughs> it was, and I, they, you know, they had their own struggles they were going through. And so I remember trying to like work with 
them to like right. help mend things there. Yep. Um, so I understood what was happening when, you know, they would bond over making fun of me. And I just had to remember it wasn't about me once again. And when it did get to be too much, I would just separate myself. Right. And take some quiet time yep. alone, <laughs> which I know looking back was probably really not the best way to handle it. Like it was probably actually confusing for my husband's daughter when I would kind of separate myself and maybe even hurtful. Um, I think she instigated a ton of like the, the drama that would occur. But right. again, she's a child and I, you know, looking back, I wish I would have handled it differently and been more direct even with her Right. and some of those situations. And of course, Nathan, um, overall I'm rambling. I just, I felt, I did feel underappreciated at times or just not seen for all the effort that I was putting in for us as a family and for them and their Their father daughter bond too. So Tara, do you have anything that you would want to add to that? Nope. I don't think so. No. No. Okay. So what if you don't agree with something that your spouse implements for their child to the point that it truly um, truly impacts your heart, like your mind, your soul, like it really is disturbing to you. Like how do you, has that ever happened? Oh, I mean, I think that we definitely have certain things that we struggle with, you know. Um, you know, I think communication is a big one sometimes in those difficult moments. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just more listening, you know, in all parties and trying to come up with a solution. Now, that's always not possible on your own. So Mm -hmm. I mentioned again, you know, therapy is really good in regards, you know, I would, you know, even think blending. I've mentioned this to you before, you know, like therapy could be used for blending families together, you know, and helping that child adjust too, you Mm -hmm. know, so that way it's not so difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that a lot of times I'll always communicate that, you know, again, I think me and Craig's communication is pretty good. So, you know, he does make sure that he hears my side of it. And that way, hopefully we can come together and he can understand that he needs to, you know, respect me as a person too. Yeah. You know, so I think that's probably my biggest struggle right now. It's just in the teen years, still establishing (laughs) the respect portion of it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with everything that you said, I think you have to be honest with your spouse about your beliefs and your opinions. Mm -hmm. Um, and then remember this isn't your child. Right. And I think you have to find a way to back your spouse and their decisions so that the child sees that you're a team again. Mm -hmm. Um, like they don't, they don't, the child shouldn't know that you two are not in agreement, right? Like that should be behind closed doors that you two are having those uncomfortable conversations. The child should think you two are always as one, right? even if you're not on the same page or don't have the same beliefs. Um, I've, I've certainly been there where decision, a decision was made and I felt so strongly, um, against that decision being made and, I, yeah, I had to stand by my husband and pray for the best for him, for his daughter, and both of their futures. 
because of this decision. Right. Um, but I made it clear to him that I wholeheartedly disagreed. Right. You know, with that choice. So and honestly, teenagers are hard. I mean, they're the hard. That's, oh my gosh, even not as a stepchild, so so hard. And I don't think Tony and I did the greatest job of um, always letting you guys know that we were on the same page because I was pretty quick to say he's wrong, but this is what we're going to do. So, or you guys always knew that probably whatever I wanted was probably going to go. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but that teenagers are a whole different animal and then add in the step parenting and maybe even what the other side, you know, right. is saying to them, maybe their decision is different than yours. So mm -hmm. the fact that you all have such a great relationship that you can even maybe all four of you talk about certain things, that'd yeah. be great too. But um, teenagers in general, that's just a whole different beast. I'm yeah. Fi I'm finding that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that step-parents treat their biological children any different than they treat their stepchildren? Well, I couldn't personally answer this. Yeah. But um, I want to say I hope not. You know, for me, like, I accept Riley as my own. You know, I'm going to protect him. I'm going to support him. And I love him. And there's a lot of times, too, you know, like I've even asked, like, I'm a person that I say I love you all the time, you know. And I would tell Riley I love him every day. But I had a conversation with him. And this was a while back. I'm sure it's changed now. Mm -hmm. um, but he didn't really feel comfortable with that, you know. And I totally get that, you know yeah. what I mean. So it was totally understandable. I didn't take it personally, you know. Yeah. But now we're getting to the point where, like, just the other day he ran up to me, gave me a hug. How was your day? Oh, like, you know, so these are the moments right there yeah. that I'm super excited about. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. That is so awesome. What do you think, Tara? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> up? Is that funny? It's a tough question, though. It is. I know. Yeah. I... Do you want me to go first? Or... Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have witnessed that, and I know people who have even struggled with this and saying like they do feel like it's different with their own child versus their stepchild, even if they've been in their stepchild's life longer than their biological, you know, like they had their own child later. And I don't think that it's intentional. I think that it's just a natural thing um, I think when you become aware of it and you don't try to do better, that's um, pretty horrific. But I think that for the people that I'm thinking of, like it was, it's, it is not intentional. It's just a natural right. thing. And it's really sad because both your biological children, and your stepchildren can see and feel it. Absolutely. Um, I'm not saying that's like across the board how it would be for everybody, but I just, because I've seen it in my own personal experiences with people I know, I wonder if it isn't something. <laughs> it makes you wonder, like, is this like just a thing across the board that is a legitimate struggle that you can't really right. help? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like maybe the differences are so like small, but they're there. Yeah. It's definitely a legitimate struggle. Like I, I know um, one person who struggled for years to have her own child and couldn't and finally was able to adopt one and during the adoption process got pregnant and actually went full term with a pregnancy. And so this is somebody who 
obviously never in a million years thought there could be any difference in how she loved her adopted child versus her natural children, you know, and, but she does, there is a difference. Um, however slight, however, it's just different, but I think, wouldn't it be you've had a child naturally versus one that you didn't have? There is a different connection there. And I it's don't a different think, connection. I feel like yeah, that's fair. I don't feel that you should feel bad about that or no. feel like that's odd. And I think in step parenting, I think everybody goes into it with the best intentions. Mm-hmm. But once you have your own child, like, and maybe, you know, they came into it after you've had your own kids. Like, there's just a difference there. There just is. And I think the more you try to pretend like there isn't, maybe it brings it out more. I don't know. But I don't think, I think intentions are good. And I think you just have to kind of work at that and make sure that you're not treating that other child differently. You know, yeah. you hear horror stories. You do. that's not what I'm talking about. No, no, no. No, I think it's just... Yeah, over the years, you notice that there are some even subtle differences. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I agree. No, the intention is not for there to ever be any difference. Right. You think it's It's not. It's all good intentions. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, it's just something to like, it's interesting to like, to witness it, to think about it. And and ask yourself, are the rules the same for all of you? Yeah. Uh, You know, like, but you know what? The rules were different for my brother who was older than me than my sister who was younger than me. Just because of ages. Age or sex, boys versus girls. (laughs) So, you know, as a kid, you can kind of use whatever you need to use to get what you want. Yep, sure can. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I was the middle child. So we all know how abused I was. (laughs) How abused you were? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, would you say that it's important, Tiff, to take time for you? I mean, I know that like you're one week on, one week off. And I remember in the beginning, it seemed like you had Riley like a lot, a lot. Do you think yeah. it was, it's like important to take time for out for yourself if you can? Well, it was actually different in the beginning. Oh, was it? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of the same. Um, you know, we would do, I think it was, we would have him every other weekend and I think we would do Monday to Wednesday and then she would get Wednesday for her weekend you know what I mean so it was more split in the week um but I would say that it definitely was a struggle for me um in the beginning because I was on my own for four years before I was with Craig so it was a lot of me time it was a lot of you know focusing on me making sure I was doing the work to make myself you know the best I could be for my next significant other. Um, so, and also I always told myself I would never date anybody with children. So <laughs> I remember that I, yeah. it was actually huge. And then I met Craig and I just couldn't walk away. So <laughs> um, we're still here together. Yeah. But, um, I definitely do need my time still by myself. Yeah. I, it's very important to me. I think everybody does, even yes. if you're a mom of one, two, three, four, five, six, like, mm-hmm you need to work on yourself. Otherwise, you're not going to give your all to who you're supporting. Yeah, your so. best self isn't yep. going to show up for nope. your kid or your husband. I agree. Do you agree, Tara? Well, I just think that when it's your week, you should do nothing but focus on the child for the entire seven days. Nope, I'm lying. So, <laughs> That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be miserable for everyone yeah. in the end. So no, it's best if you realize you do have to take care of yourself. Yeah, and, yeah for sure. So, Tiff, how is, we're going to wrap up here in a little bit, but how is step-momming for you today? 
I would say it's a lot better, um, especially I think the marriage helped too, you know, just to know that I'm sticking around. Yeah, um, yeah. So that gives him a lot of confidence, but, you know, I love it. Um, like I mentioned, even though we say that the teen years are scary, they're actually really fun too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Riley is such a loving kid. He's so genuine. Um, I enjoy watching him, you know, mature over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that, but... Um, you know, he's definitely still testing the boundaries that will always be apparent, you know, like I'm, that's expected, you know, I'm ready for it. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm really enjoying it and I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah. I love that. Cool. Yeah. For me, step momming, I, you know, there was one point that I thought she was going to move in with us. Oh yeah. And it's been a while ago now, but I was straight up terrified. (laughs) And excited. And (laughs) I was equally as excited as I was scared. That's true. And it put a lot of strain on our marriage. And it was during like one of the worst portions of our infertility journey. So anyway, it was just like a challenging time. But I remember being excited in the preparation of it. So hopeful. And I was going to quit my job and, you know, let's do homeschooling because it was during the start of COVID craziness. And I thought maybe this was my like one chance to be like an actual parent, like full time. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe this is, this is God giving me my chance right here, you know? And, um, yeah, I was, and to help, yeah, I wanted to help her um, in any way that I could. And I remember exhausting myself in the preparing for it, but like was just determined to be like the best stepmom that I could be, yeah. <laughs> get her through school um, and help her start her life in the best way that I could, that Nathan and I could. But no, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she changed her mind at the last, but um, today I don't, we don't see her on a regular basis. Um, she and I don't talk and that is by her choice that we don't spend that time together. So how is stepmomming going today? Um, when I do see her, we take up where we left off, I feel like. And I am the same person to her that I've always been since I met her when she was 13 years old. And that's never going to change. So I think I'm, she respects it. Yeah, I hope I so. I think she really does. She talks to you. She does. She does. And I, I so love that she can talk to me. You are the solid, you are the same person the day she met you yes. that you are today. Like yeah. she knows for a fact who you are and where you stand. And she knows you'll always be there. Yeah, I've tried really hard that. to be like consistent with everything with her. And so, yeah, I just, I'm here waiting and anytime that she chooses to reach out or spend time with us, we will be so, we will love it. We will love every moment of it. We'll be here. Like door is always open forever and always. So any last words of wisdom, mom or Tiffany, any last words of wisdom? (laughs) Uh, Mine is basically patience is key from all parties. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't learn this overnight. 
I'm still learning after five years. It's going to be something that I'll be learning for probably the rest of my oh, life. Yeah. Um, but also just to the spouses out there, you just really need to be patient, especially with this being someone's first parenting role. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that it seems like, oh yeah, this should just be known. It's a kid. Like, sorry, but that's just, it's not as easy it's as It's all that. new to us. Yeah. Um, you know, you essentially got a head start. I'm still navigating. So you already know their quirks, how they like to be loved, how they best understand things. So I have to go and learn that. And now it's even in older years where they might not want to be so forthcoming with that information. Right. Yeah. So like literally yeah. taking that time, you yeah, know. Right. Um, and my favorite one that I want to say is that it's okay if you are a stepmom and you don't have your own biological children. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times, you know, people get surprised when you say, yeah, you know, maybe I don't want my own biological children and I'm okay with being a stepmom. Yeah. You know, so. I have to ask you, when you're in public... And, you know, he comes over. Obviously, there are going to people think that you're his mom. Mm-hmm. And do you introduce yourself as his stepmom or how do you handle that? You know, I, I introduce myself as a stepmom and he does that now as well. You know, like I'm the stepmom, Ben's the stepdad. You know, now that we're married again, that mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier. Yeah. But again, before that, and it might have just been an age thing, it was just too much. It was too complicated. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. again, I always like to gauge it with what Riley's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's Makes the sense. younger one. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to make sure he understands where, I, where I'm coming from and yeah. what my intentions are. I love that. That's good. <sighs> I think that you can be a mom without having a biological child without even having a stepchild. You can be a mother figure and take on that role in so many ways within like your nieces, your nephews, within the church, with your animals. Like, you know. I agree. So I... You aren't wrong. Yes. I I agree with what you're saying too. And patience absolutely is one of the most important things, I think, to take out of this. Um. Being a step parent takes a lot of strength and a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. So you really have to know who you are and have a lot of strength in your marriage. And yeah, just a whole lot of patience. And if if you can't do it and like you know this in your gut, like this is not gonna be something that I can do for whatever reason, you know that before you get married to someone who has a child, then you should walk away from that relationship entirely. Save the child. Yeah. Save the children. Yes, please do. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, no. absolutely. We don't need to give them trauma early on. No. You know, so. No, no. And never be afraid to say you're sorry. I think That's even with one. your own kids, I think that always made a difference at the end of the day to, or at any time during the day, but to let them know you're sorry, you screwed up because we do as parents, step parents, whatever you, we mess up. We yeah. can't be perfect. It's just not, there's just no way. So when you screw up, feel free to say you're sorry. I think it's good for them to hear. It is. During my therapy session this week, she said something I, I was talking actually about like my role as a step parent and how, you know, in some ways you feel like, oh, I made this huge mistake and now it's too late. And she's like, we as humans, that is the story of a lot of our lives. Like sometimes you've just run out of time or you've realized it, it's a little too late and that's painful. And then we suffer. 
or we suffer because we know that because of our choices, someone else is suffering. And that is life on this side of heaven. There's a lot of suffering, but it's good that you can acknowledge I made this mistake. It's good that you can go and tell your child, I am sorry. I was wrong. Um, I acknowledge that and I'm here for you now. And yeah, I, well, just like you're teaching accountability at a young age. Yeah. And it's truly important. Yeah. It is. Well, this has been a really good talk. Yes. Tiffany. It was really fun to Mom. just talk about the topic. Yeah. It's a good one. It is a good one. It's hard. It's kind of challenging to talk about. Yeah. It yeah. is. And it's different no matter who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Every relationship is yeah. unique. Every family for is sure. unique. Yeah. Yes. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being here again, Tiff. I love you. Thanks for having me. Love you guys. We love Tiffany. I love you. And our quote for today is, a step parent is so much more than just a parent. They made the choice to love when they didn't have to. And this was by DJ Eric B. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for joining our chat today with our good friend, Tiffany. If you'd like to connect with us on social media, we are on Instagram at Naked Truth Tellers. To listen to any of our podcast episodes, you can find us on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. Just search for Naked Truth Tellers. Until next time, stay true to you. I am Chelsea, the daughter. And I'm Tara, the stepmom. No. no. <laughs> wow. She's really never going to get through this. <laughs> I haven't told you, and I should probably. <laughs> I'm not your biological daughter? You aren't mine. <laughs> how do you feel about Explains how I raised you? so much. <laughs> you feel like you're mine, though, don't you? <laughs> I am Chelsea, the daughter. And I'm Tara, the mom. Today, we are going (laughs) to... Whoa, that was really good. This has never happened. (laughs) This is what I bring out in both of you. (laughs)